So if you've been with us for the last three weeks, we have been looking at the concept of becoming or, or thinking about becoming a church, big C church, without disruption and or being disruption ready. So um, we were going to recap the three weeks today that we've been through and then open the floor up to you guys and you online as well for what you've been thinking about, maybe things that have um, God has spoken to you about, about how as local church here in Trumbull, online and in Stratford, we can be disruption ready. So to take you back to the first week, uh, the big picture or the big idea that was that the goal is to be the church without interruption in the face of constant disruption. And I don't even think we have to remind everybody what constant disruption is because it's been our life for the last two years. But we talked about how um, we've moved from being a complicated world to a complex world and that now with this complexity we have to do things differently and be prepared to be disruption ready. And that those verses from Second Chronicles was I read, I read verse fourteen um, when we were praying. But just that this is where we're at. We are at a point of humbling ourselves, praying, seeking God's face, and um, turning from our wicked ways and looking to Him to heal our land. And part of the things that Tom brought to us that week was to think about being a disruption ready church and what it looks like. And he gave us a few things to think about. I don't know if you remember these, but he's talked about a disruption-ready church is a church that fears less and loves more, a church that prioritises connection and care, a church that reaches out to local friends and neighbours. Um, it's not necessarily stuck in a single location. Locations are fluid. And that it's more than just Sunday. There's another 167 hours in our week other than this this week that we're, this hour, I should say, that we're together on a Sunday. So the foundation of a disruption-ready church is one that um, before God, we as individuals and as a church are humbling ourselves. So that was week one. I hope that brought back some memories, yes? Gail's nodding. That's good. <laughs> yes, give us a thumbs up in the online chat if, uh, chat if you remember week one. Week two, we moved on to, if you remember, there was the let's go or let's know pictures that um, Tom had and we could find ourselves in either of those places. But regardless of whether you're a let's go person or a let's know person like wanting to get back into bed, there's opportunity for all of us wherever we might find ourselves. And um, we looked at a few different things in that week, mainly about how we are um, able to look up, to lean in and to reach out in the spheres that God has put each and every one of us each week. And um, the look up, I don't know if you remember the beeps, does anyone can remember? Can anyone remember what the B E E P stood for? <laughs> I know it was um, go, things that we go to. Yes, Kathy's got her notes. Yay, Kathy! Substances. Thank you. It was the two E's that were going to get me if I had to try and come up with the two E's. So they're, they're ways that we, things that we attach to in times of disruption instead of attaching to God. So a way to um, in, continue to be disruption ready is to turn again back to God and attach ourselves to God. Lean in, we talked about, I don't know if you remember, in Stratford we've decided that we're going to uh, use that hand up emoji, you know, on the text, like find a couple of people and if you need prayer or if you need help, just like text that emoji to someone and they should 
like, you know, get onto you and say, what's going on? Because I think if you remember, Tom talked about the hardest thing sometimes in encouraging each other is knowing that people need encouragement. And sometimes you have to let people know, I need help right now. I need prayer. I need whatever it is. So that was one way that we talked about. And then the reach out was looking in those verses that were on the first um, slide to do with Ephesians and Colossians was living a holy wise, listening to people, having an answer to our faith as we move about the world. So that was week two. Then week three we um, was last week when we did EHS video and we looked at Greece and grief and loss and how um, limits and loss bring grief. And I'm sure we can all um, think of an, a thing that we've lost in this last two years that has uh, brought us grief and how that expands and our soul and expands our relationship with God. And it's as we help people move through grief and loss that we can show Jesus' love and be there for people both in church and in our, in our lives. And the three things that we looked at was acknowledging, um, paying attention to our losses, waiting on God, and then letting the old birth the new. So that's where we've gone in the last three weeks, which brings us to today and three questions. And we're going to have a microphone and we're going to have people online. So people online contributing your ideas too. We're going to look at three questions. I'll look up, I'll lean in and reach out specific to where does this bring us today as, ch- as church and what are some ideas or some thoughts that might bring us to the next phase of being a disruption-ready church. So the first one we're going to do is just the look-up question, which actually is two questions, so that's a little sneaky. But in light of ongoing disruption, where do we need to grow our understanding of God and what practices might help that growth? So we come every Sunday and we sit and we usually have worship, we have teaching, we have prayer. Then we have had some opportunities to do prayer pods, we've had small groups, we've had huddles, but there may be some other thing in your mind that's like, I wish you would do this, or I wish we could do that, or I'd love to learn this, or um, if there's anything that um, has been a thought that you've had about how, as a church, we can continue to look up, continue to attach to God, um, and how we can help each other do that, Ben would love to bring you a microphone. (laughs) Or maybe even just some struggles and you don't know the solution yet, but you're like, this is where I find it hard. And then just just actually us being able to acknowledge the struggle might help us come to a place of where to go next. Yay, I see that hand. And in online, if you've got an idea, please type it because Ben has got his phone in front of him and he's going to share with us. So go ahead, Isabella. So one thing that I have struggled with a lot and I'm still like learning how to handle is hearing from God. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think part of the issue is I didn't really know what that meant for most of my life. But now that I'm older and I've been corresponding with different people and and the Bible and all of that stuff, I realized that he communicates with all of us in very different ways, Mm -hmm. whatever is personal to us. Um, and it might take some time for us to learn um, how he's communicating with us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's one way to help us grow once we learn like how he's trying to reach out to us and finding different ways to hear from him. Mm-hmm. That's great. I'm going to steal it right from her. Yeah. 
But I was just, when you were talking, Isabel, I was thinking like maybe it would be helpful to have more um, people up front share even just like a four minute um, how God's speaking to them because someone mm -hmm. might relate like, oh, that person is spoken to through walks in the trail or through, yep. I don't know, whatever that thing is, drawing or whatever. It might kind of, I don't know, it's always encouraging to hear how someone else is hearing from yes. God yeah. in the larger group. I enjoy the fact that we are continuing the prayer pods. Mm -hmm. I think that's really a, a great idea. Have two or three people that you can pray with and pray in different ways. Yeah. Down the front, Ben. It's my exercise for the morning. <laughs> I'm going to kind of build off of that, but yeah, I just am always really encouraged, especially when I'm in a stagnant kind of place of like, going through the word or like trying to figure out how God is like kind of trying to communicate with me and um, but hearing other people's stories. So whether it's, yeah, the prayer pods, testimonials, um, I also really, and I think we're going to be doing that, but like a devotional that we all mm -hmm. tune into on, um, what's the app? Oh my gosh. Yes, UVerse. I feel like yeah. I should do the dismissal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I should do the dismissal. We are continuing prayer pods for Lent and we're going to do the UVerse devotional for 40 days, but do it as a smaller group, smaller like group so too. your prayer pod. So you'll just get a link to that and every morning log on, read, and then share your thoughts with your prayer pod, whereas yeah. we've done it as a whole church before. So, yeah. I really like going through yeah. the, the comments that yeah. people yes. uh, share yeah. afterwards. So, yeah. 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 yeah, I'd like to follow up on the version um, app when we all communicate and discuss and that structure really yeah. helps with the consistency. So I, I do like that. Mm -hmm. Any other thoughts to do with look up, connecting with God, attaching to God? I think the main issue that we all struggle with, it's not that God isn't speaking, it's that we're not listening. We're so busy. Right. We have our devices on. Uh, for me, one of the greatest struggles was just sitting in silence for five minutes. Try it. It's really hard. <laughs> it's long. <laughs> but I encourage everyone uh, that that is actually one of the main practices of hearing God's voice is just tuning out the world yeah. and being quiet. It's hard, but mm -hmm. it's absolutely important. Yeah, I love how a lot of this is to do with the other 167 hours. This is a great way to connect with God here when we're together, but then you go out into the week to have the reminders and the prayer pods and the encouragement and the, the practices of sitting in silence that helps us continue to con connect with him through the week. Okay, was there any look-up suggestions online? None that I can see. Oh, <laughs> come on, online people. <laughs> I, can, I can give them a little more time. I think... They're on the 30-second uh, delay. <laughs> right, right, it's a 30-second delay. Um, I think just jumping off of that, I think uh, in terms, like even in the finding of that silent time or that time to quiet myself before God, um, I'll find the time and I'll say, oh, this is a great time. I can spend some time with the Lord and kind of quiet myself down. But then I'll, I'll find a reason why it's not the right time, whether I can't find the right journal that I want to use or I can't find the right 
space that I want to be in, or it's too bright, or too dark, or too cold, or, um, and it ends up, you know, being a shortened time. Four minutes of finding the spot. Right, right, and it's like, you know, the quote-unquote perfect conditions, which, um, you know, it's, sometimes I just need to tell myself, just, just spend time with the Lord, just, it doesn't have to be the ideal perfect setting. Well, Gail took us through a breathing exercise at Rooted yesterday to help with the silence of just when you breathe in, say one phrase, and when you breathe out, so give us some examples, um, like Yahweh, or be still and know as you go out. And I did it as I drove this morning to church, and it was so good. It, like, really, the, the saying something on the in and the out and... It really was very helpful. So um, I know it's not total silence, but it's a step towards total silence <laughs> if, you need, if you need it just to get yourself in that place. Uh, so we have online um, Mo and Charlie uh, that just the way that we can look up is the sharing of answered prayers. Yes. Yeah. Um, and how it's good to be in celebration with our brothers and sisters. Um, yes. Yeah. And definitely I agree with that. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Thanks Mo, Mo and Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't plan that. <laughs> All right. So the next um, area that we're going to think about is lean in. And it says, in light of ongoing disruption, how do we better care for each other? Open to any thoughts, suggestions. So lean in, just if you're new to the lingo um, is talking about within our crossroads community caring for each other here reach out we talk about those that are outside of crossroads so this is thinking about each other as we walk through our weeks hello it's good to be back yeah i had to come tom text me goes are you going to church i couldn't say no (laughs) so here i am tom um (laughs) so with the version yes you version thing and every morning at I have my time. It's I'm up for I'm five o'clock. I don't know why. So five thirty. I'm in my car. I like going yeah. in my car where it's peaceful, even if it's cold. And I just I just read mm-hmm. um, the U verse, and then I read a Bible. It just gets my day settled. Then we started at night. My friend lives with me, so when we have our little powwow at nighttime, when the baby goes to sleep, and we sit there and we read a together. plan together, mm-hmm. and then we pray about it. And then what did you get out of this? What did I get? Mm-hmm. You know, it just helps it because to encourage each other. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just I do it in the morning, then I do it at night with her. And it's just an amazing feeling to be able to um, to share that with her. Right. You know, so mm-hmm. it's an encouraging thing for both of us. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So to look up together yeah. helps you lean in. Yeah. Um, just when Mo and Charlie were saying, like, hearing answered prayer and stuff, especially because even though we have two locations, our community is still pretty close. And sometimes when you're at one location now, you don't get to hear what's really going on as much with mm-hmm. everybody else in the other one. Like, I don't know, maybe there's something that already exists and maybe I'm missing the emails, but if there's like a place to like report both prayer requests and answered mm-hmm. prayer, like every two weeks or something yeah. from the bigger community, then it's kind of just like all of us kind of being aware of like, oh, that person has this going on. And mm-hmm. Um, I know that, like, bigger ones, like, get sent out and stuff, but... Yeah, we're working on one of the... On the nucleus that our website is on, they are developing a prayer hub that is safe and secure, that, like, once you put things on there, you have 
it's only us that can see it, not the rest of the world. So as soon as they get that finished, we're looking, because I think that would be great to have a place that you can just put things and people can get notifications and know mm. they can pray and that it can be safe and secure. So good suggestion. I like that, yeah. Yeah. Even if there's something that you've experienced as Lean In that's good and done well around here to encourage each other, that's another good thing we could share. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because I was going to say, <laughs> if you haven't joined a prayer pod yet, yeah. I highly recommend it. Um, one of my difficulties is staying connected during the week, and it's such a simple way to stay connected right. and I have an amazing leader, Leanne, in my, <laughs> my oh. um, prayer pod, but, you know, we were talking yesterday and rooted, there was a moment during the week where I was at a doctor's office and I was awaiting results of something and I was really anxious and she sent out a verse that was perfect in that exact moment that I needed and um, it's really encouraging. And also being a part of a huddle, um, we've been doing moments of gratefulness every day, which has been super helpful, and just getting to know each other better and understanding what we're all grateful for and what's going on in our lives. Mm -hmm. um, online, um, Mo and Charlie, uh, <laughs> yeah. talking about online journaling of scriptures um, and hosting once a week live, like Facebook scripture journalings, and. Um, and then being able to discuss yeah. that scripture together um, online. It's great. I like that. Anything else? Any little ideas or thoughts for leaning in, caring for each other? How does... how? Uh, Scott's got a, I was going to say, while well, you're bringing the microphone, how does the thought of putting your hand up and saying, please, I need help land with people? It's a hard one. It's like when, especially when you are at the end of your resources sometimes, but it is so important because we have so many people that are really, really ready to just jump in and do things if there's a request. So um, I just keep encouraging you to, to be, feel free to do that in times of need. Go, Scott. Uh, we're the new kids on the block. <laughs> and Do you sing and dance? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> One of the uh, most significant things that have, has happened to us since we've been here at Crossroads is there's a men's group that I'm part of, mm -hmm. and that group is a place where you can come and share your struggles, share your secrets, and get support and encouragement. And I think leaning in, the best way to do it is in a huddle, small mm -hmm. group, mm -hmm. where you can share your story and you can listen to other people. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, Danny said online, um, just making sure like we can better care for each other just by listening more to each other. Um, which probably we're all guilty of at some point or another of talking too much and not listening enough. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and he just uh, said to give ourselves um, to those, uh, those people and give ourselves fully. Mm. Thanks, Danny. Yeah. All right, so the last one is reach out. 
Um, how do we show Jesus' love to those who are poor in resources and poor in spirit? And I would love it if you guys have really local, because I think most of you are local to here, Trumbull and Bridgeport and um, Monroe. Just if you have any ways that we could partner with or you see a need in, or you have ideas, any, this, this category is pretty wide. Or if you missed something that disappeared over COVID and, it's, and we want to see if it's going to come back. Um, just anything that... Passions or heartbeats that you have for certain groups in the community. Anything in that... Yes, Nina. I see that hand. <laughs> yeah. I think Mike and I both really missed the food truck. Yes. Okay. And would love to see that come back. I have a meeting at Bridgeport Rescue Mission this week, so food truck. Is that who, was anyone else involved in the food truck here or has had ever gone down to do it? Yes, okay, so, all right. Yeah, I would love to see that come back too, so. That was, for those of you that don't know, we would take, I don't know, Nina should probably explain better because <laughs> they were there. So it was at P.T. Barnum in Bridgeport, the food truck from Bridgeport Rescue Mission would pull up with the food and we would help give it out once a week, right? It was on a weeknight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the food truck would be an opportunity for this, but um, just ways for, as a family, being a mom of two teenagers, right? I'd really love opportunities for the four of us to do something as a family. I remember years and years ago, we used to do the Thanksgiving meal at yes. a school in Bridgeport. Yeah, for Urban and Impact. the four of us did that together, and it was just so meaningful, and mm -hmm. I'd love to do more of that. Yeah. There's Stacy and Amanda, so I don't know what's the easiest way to. Um, this was a while ago. We used to go to the Bridgeport Rescue Mission, and I was a bunch of women, and you know, just be with them. Mm -hmm. um, whether it was just painting or mm -hmm. just playing card games, and just just having fun and 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 living life together. So I'm adding that to my list. Um, I actually just started working at St. Vincent's oh, yeah. um, in the oncology and maybe blankets, hats, um, for the patients. Yes. Okay. So just like some real, would you be able to get us a list together of things that would be really helpful? Cause that would, I, that's great. It's that, kind of that inside knowledge is what we need of what is helpful. Yeah. Um, I'm just also thinking of like, especially during COVID, it's been harder or I make it hard. I make it in my head harder to like connect with neighbors and like mm -hmm. just, you know, other people that aren't my church family that don't know Jesus and um, how to like, I don't know, just even having discussions among ourselves of brainstorming ideas to like, how can we safely, you know, considerably, but also like invest in the people that are right around us and be praying for our neighbors or mm -hmm. I don't know, just different things like that to connect with more people that might not know, might not have like an immediate need, but like have a deep spiritual right. need, need that we otherwise wouldn't know about. Right. Um, online, um, Mo and Charlie uh, said helping again, with our local neighbors, 
in need with any yard work, um, cleaning local parking lots or parks. Um, and yeah, just more of that like neighborly uh, kind of thing. Um, Mo and Charlie also said that they can make fleece blankets um, for St. V's and Patty said that she could knit blankets. So yes, we got a lot talent. of talented people. Yes. <laughs> um, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I think the isolation of the last two years has really made it hard and made it feel weird, like, to talk to your neighbours, which is, it's a thing we have to eventually get over, but also do in a way that I think people are just looking for connection, for care, for belonging. Danny said for listening, someone just to listen to them and... And um, yeah, that's what we can we can offer that. Has anyone here ever been involved with Trumbull Helps? I'm looking for anyone that might be connected. No. Okay, we'll have to keep looking. I think there's a group that does like just once-off projects, and just to be able to partner with groups like that would be great, rather than reinvent the wheel if they're already helping in Trumbull. But I like the clean-up ideas, especially once the weather gets nicer to be outside. We could do some clean-up days. That would be fun. All right, any other last call ideas? Thanks for contributing, you guys, online. And also, if you, we really, like, as, as Tom has said, with this especially, um, breaking into our Old Testament series just to stop and take this month to do that was it is really just to acknowledge that where we've come from in the last two years has been really hard. We're all sitting in the same place going, is this is this the new normal? What is the new normal? And really when you, we have Jesus and who's in control of everything, the new normal is just continuing to sit at his feet and continuing to be attached to him and being in it together. And um, hopefully some of this might have encouraged you in that, some might have challenged you, but if you do have thoughts and ideas, we want our community to be a community that is light and love for, for a hurting world right now because we have Jesus and we have the answer to at least feeling like someone's got this <laughs> um, in a time that feels really, really unstable. 